0: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and
1: customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life.
0: This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio with another great episode. This time, we are going to be talking to Jackie Gonzalez. Jackie is truly in the trenches. Uh, basically, she left her job as Director of Customer Service at Pat Live, which, by the way, is a small, what I would call boutique type um, uh, call center, support center. Uh, even though she has huge clients, the company has huge clients. They really focus on really uh, a very customized and personalized approach, uh, which means that uh, they do very specialized type. Of, of customer service response and support we'll get into that in just a minute but I've got to tell you she left the world of customer service to go to law school at the University of Miami came out of law school decided to be a lawyer and then you know what she just loved us so much in the customer service world she came back to join us and she is back at Pat live and Jackie welcome to amazing business radio
1: thank you so much chef it's really um a pleasure for me to be here. I follow you and all of your messaging and um, I'm really just genuinely excited to talk about our topic today. It's, it's something that's very near and dear to my heart.
0: I am as well. Now, I know that by having you on the show, I'm probably going to be inundated with other support centers that are, you know, uh, outsourced call centers, if you will, saying, hey, can I be on the show? But what I love about what you have done is that you're not your typical support center. As a matter of fact, when we talked just prior to starting uh the show here you mentioned that think of us more like the receptionist that works in your company so expand on that a little bit and tell us a little bit more about pat live and and why you're different than other support centers right
1: that's exactly right so um We didn't start out as a call center, as a lot of our competitors have, or a lot of these large call centers have. And I think that's really shaped how we've evolved and how we, um, you know, look for customers and and treat our customer service agents. We actually started out many years ago um, as a telephony company, providing automated telephony systems. But we, right from the start, provided 24-hour, seven-day-a-week customer support, and Um, We had mostly business clients, and over the course of the first few years, we heard so many compliments from those customers about our customer service agents that they just loved how great they were on the phone, and they would keep telling us, I wish your agents could answer my phone calls. I wish they could answer the calls for us. So after a few years, the owner said, well, we can. We can totally do that, and so we custom wrote an application that allows us to answer the phone calls for thousands of businesses across the united states and because we did it with the background of um, the type of service that we expected for ourselves we were able to translate that into the type of service that we wanted to give our customers customers and so rather than being this you know massive center of thousands of agents you know usually overseas. Um, where a lot of organizations go, we have all of our agents um, sitting right here in our office, which is in Tallahassee, Florida, and they're designed and trained to be more like a person who's going to be sitting in that business's office, um, from everything from their soft skills to their technical skills and their ability to handle a call for you. So the goal of us is that no customer ever knows they're talking to an answering center, um, but instead just gets really great service that's personalized to the business using
0: us. All right, so I've got two questions, or actually one point and one question, and this is number one big takeaway here is that you listened to your customers and you heard them say something, or at least the owner of the company heard them say something, such as, your people are so good, I wish they would answer the phone for you know our company. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that would be really cool, ha-ha, thank you for the compliment. No, you actually acted on it, and that is what I would call a strategic byproduct. Uh, You listen to your customers, you saw an opportunity, and you moved into that space. And that's primarily what you do now, which shows that, hey, it worked. So the next question, which I had a comment first, then a question, is how do you train Mm -hmm. these people to uh, be so good that they're – just you know it's seamless that they seem to be a part of the clients that you have
1: yeah so our training really it starts at the hire um we hire less than one percent of the applicants who come to look for a job here
0: oh wow and
1: um a lot yeah our our hiring process is really intense Uh, people constantly tell us that that we go through multiple layers and multiple levels um you know, we can train people for certain skills, um, but I'm sure, as you know, there's just some things that are inherent to a good customer service agent. It's, it's difficult to teach people friendliness, for example, um, and it's difficult to teach people to have a great tone when they're on the phone with customers. So we really look for those skill sets that um, come naturally to people, and then we layer on top of that in our training program the specific requirements that we have for the job. And um, our training is uh, several weeks long, and it's mostly done a combination of in-house training with the agents, but then on-the-floor training, where they spend many hours listening to our current staff so that they can see exactly how our current staff treats customers. And then before they move to, like, solo, they um, start answering calls with one of our current staff members listening in and giving them guidance during that time as well. So, so it's kind of a lengthy process.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. And how do they learn about the customer? And what's the process of, do you assign a particular rep to work with a company or two or three or four companies so they really are comfortable working with those companies? Because obviously, uh, that I, I think, how do you scale out that feeling that I'm talking to uh, somebody at the company, without I mean, and do they ever make mistakes? So they accidentally start talking about another company's features as they're listening. <laughs> I mean, I have to imagine there's got to be some kind of a, a a big learning curve there.
1: Yeah, right. So it's tricky, and it kind of depends on the volume of a of a business that we're doing calls for. Right? We take calls for businesses that um, have volume, you know, in very low quantities, all the way up to you know tens of thousands of months. And so uh, it's kind of tailored to the individual customer that we're answering calls for. But for the the customers who are smaller, so let's say that you're a chiropractic office and you want to use us to help answer your phone calls maybe all the time because you don't have a front in-house receptionist or maybe just after hours and weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, For those smaller customers that don't have the huge volume, What we actually do is we have a proprietary software that we wrote in-house and it's designed in a way that allows the agent to get information about the companies that we have over the last 20 years decided like this is all the information we need about a business to make sure that we come across as their receptionist in-house and we make sure that we're consistent in where and how that information is accessed to the agent so that they can get it instantly when they're on a call with somebody and not have to have memorized you know, all 2,000 customers' address, for example, Mm -hmm. or their hours of operation. And so we really, it's a combination of the training we give the agent and the software that they use to represent that customer.
0: Very interesting. All right. So you keep talking about software, software, software. And I know that's one of the things I want to get into on the show here is some of the tools that you use. But when we were talking about those tools prior to the call, uh, you said there's a whole mindset different things that you go through, different thoughts that you have, different ways that you make a selection as to which tools are best and most appropriate. If you could share some of that, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I would love to, Shep. Thanks. Um, so I do want to say that some of the tools I'm going to talk about, some of them are internal tools that we just use to improve, um, to coin your phrase, the employee experience or the EX of you our organization. Right. Ah,
0: you've been reading um, my and material. Then some of them
1: are, <laughs> I do. I told you. I've been following you for a long time. <laughs> um, and then Some of the tools are actually, you know, customer facing. So they are things that our customers will, you know, see and experience. Um, but I will say before we pick a tool or software, you know, I think most organizations go through what I consider like a typical evaluation where you're looking at, you know, the functionality. Does it check off all the items on your list? What's the cost? How difficult is it to implement? Does it meet your security or your compliance standards? Those sort of like objective review factors. Um, but over the last five to eight years, because tools have changed so much. And now there is, I'm telling you, there's a tool for anything you need to be on your organization. Um, I've kind of shifted around. I mean, I still do that evaluation, but I'm looking a little bit higher level at some of those things. So, There's four kind of things I consider, and the first one is a balance between the functionality of the tool and the message that I want that tool to convey to its users, and what I mean by the message that we're conveying is like, it's basically, is this tool going to convey our brand and convey the values of our organization? What I want to make sure of is that we don't have um, tools that are inconsistent with how we see ourselves as an organization. And so we see ourselves as very forward-thinking, very customer-centric. We want our tools to be clean, simple, and um, a phrase our CEO likes to use, we want our customers to be delighted when they use that tool.
0: So give me an example of what these these tools are, because as I'm listening to you, I'm going, okay, what is she talking about? Uh, A tool, uh, especially a tool that represents your brand. Uh, can you give us kind of a, a one that maybe all of us might be uh, somehow interact with a tool or use a tool? Um, c- can you give us an example of that before you move on?
1: Yeah. So um, I didn't put a ticketing tool on my list here, but I can throw it in there. But for example, a, a customer support ticketing tool, right? All Somewhere right. that they might go onto your website and submit a ticket. For either an issue that they're having or some support they might
0: need. That's by I the, by the way, that I, that's tool. probably my it is a personal uh, tool uh, to where companies say submit a ticket. That one frustrates me more than any of them. And do you know, do you want to know why? <laughs> I mean, you could probably guess why. But the reason is when I submit my uh, problem in a support ticket, I have no idea when somebody's going to get back to me. It's like I'm not getting real time. Uh, response and service. I'm going. Okay, I'm going to submit it, and I'm going to have to. Do I have to stare at my inbox or, or whatever, to wait for some response? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, 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 I know exactly
1: but, what you mean. Mm-hmm.
0: So go ahead. I do
1: know exactly what you mean, and for that reason, I didn't put ticketing on my list um, of the <laughs> eight tools that I'm suggesting. And we don't actually put a ticketing tool. I'll tell you what frustrates me is when I send an email to an organization for example with my issue and i say this is the problem I'm having blah 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 and then they send me back a link and say submit a ticket that Uh. is a frustrating point for me i say you know if you need a ticket submitted please just copy and paste what i emailed you into a ticket and then tell me hey i've submitted a ticket on your behalf here's how we're going to track it at a minimum right
0: right Um, right
1: but yeah there's, there's some points of frustration there and actually um We'll circle back to this at the end of this when you ask for that one takeaway. I'm going to yep. give you. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of relates directly to this. All
0: right, uh, good. To this point. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to keep this this you know uh, conversation and the thread going on. You know what a tool is that that our customers are interacting with that you want to make congruent with your brand because I think that's kind of an interesting concept. Everybody, you're listening to Amazing Business Radio. We're talking with Jackie Gonzalez, who is uh, at uh, Pat Live. And, and what is your current position there since you came? They made you Vice President of Operations. Is that right?
1: That's correct. Yeah. All right. And I oversee our customer service
0: and our legal. Man, that is exactly who we need to learn from. So don't go away. We'll be right <laughs> back on Amazing Business Radio. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, talking with Jackie Gonzalez at Pat Live, and we we're talking about these tools. And I had that question: is you keep referring to the tools need to be? I'm, us- I'm using the word congruent or synergistic, whatever they need to be in alignment with what your brand is and how you want to uh, be perceived by your customers and by your customers' customers, uh, which I I heard you say that earlier. I like that. So it's the customer of the customer that you're dealing with, uh, which I never really thought of it that way, but that's a good way of putting it. So, uh, and we're talking about support tickets, which I told you was my least favorite way of dealing with customer service issues. but. Uh, I get it. So you've got this criteria on choosing the right tools, and I think we've gone through it. And then you mentioned there's some tools that you'd like to share with us that might help uh, not just us in the customer support world where we actually have a support department, but maybe there's some tools that any of us could think about using to enhance the service and support we give our customers, regardless of whether we outsource or whether we have a traditional support center in our our business. So uh, I'll let you take it from here
1: yeah absolutely so i i picked eight tools and um i specifically picked tools that you know could be used by customer service department but may also be used outside of that team within your organization mm-hmm. to just help improve um, how things are, are flowing and how you know it, at the end of the day anything that we can do to improve the internal operations can help our customer experiences as well um and we're a big proponent in that employee experience as you mentioned and that congruency so we want to make sure our tools are um, matching with what the messaging and the branding that we want to convey to the external user. But we also want to do that anytime we're using the tool in-house because we don't want to create sort of a split personality where we have these amazing front end to our customers, but our employees feel like the tools they're using are dated or frustrating. So we spend as much time evaluating these internal tools as we do our external tools because um, the employee experience is, is, Almost more All right. uh, more important sometimes because it conveys and trickles right on down the line.
0: Yeah, that employee experience so, or that EX, as we like to call it, uh, I think what you're trying to say is you want the tool to be simple, easy to use, and actually as much as you, you don't want to create any friction for your customers, you're trying to eliminate friction for your employees as well in Using the tools, it shouldn't be cumbersome. It should be easy, so they can focus on taking care of the customer and not trying to, you know, click a button and move to a different screen and do something that requires six steps while you're still talking to a
1: customer. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely right. Yep. Um, so then, without further ado, I'll go into some of the the eight tools that we use most often around our organization. Sure. Um, the first one I want to say is um, a tool called Knowledge Owl. And this is a knowledge management tool. It's like a document management. It helps you um, keep all of your internal information organized and in one centralized place. There's a lot of companies out there that do kind of knowledge management, but we migrated to Knowledge Owl a few years ago and have been extremely happy. I I, I mean, I tell you from a customer service perspective, I have not found a more responsive company. They listen to us and um, they adapt their product based on the feedback we've given them and push out new releases on a pretty regular basis. And so what this tool allows us to do is collaborate on content. So when our agents learn something new that maybe isn't documented that they want to share with others, they can submit it through this Knowledge Owl and then we can publish it out in like a, a help file, so to speak, that they can search across multiple platforms and access directly through a web browser
0: which is fantastic wow so by the way this is not this is just software that you've chosen to use for your company that you feel others might be able to use for their organizations is that right this you have no affiliation with this company other than you're you're a customer of theirs
1: nothing at all that's correct yeah we're just customers of all of these companies
0: so we're getting a peek behind the Um, curtain basically on the tools that a high-end boutique support center is using to take care of their customers tools that we might be able to use as, as you know, an any-size company of our own. So love it, love it. All right, so that's Knowledge Owl.
1: Yep. So the next one is Articulate 360, and this goes to the training question you asked me earlier. Um, for anyone who's been doing training for a long time, you know that there's a variety of tools that help you author e-learning courses, um, we do utilize e-learning courses for on-the-job training and to roll out new releases and so forth to our agents. And Articulate's kind of a leader in that, in some of their um, older software called Storyline and so forth. They recently rolled out a product called Articulate 360. And this allows my um, trainers to create online courses much faster than with the previous versions of these tools. It's uh, much more streamlined. But it allows you to put engaging content in there like video and audio files, uh, PDFs, any any sort of media you can basically incorporate into. Mm -hmm. And what I love about it, Chef, is it's beautiful. So with really not a significant amount of time, I'm not having to go to graphic designers and get everything created on top of it. My training department is able to put out great content that looks beautiful and my staff um, have really adopted to this articulate three sixty method. So much so that we're considering creating online courses now that we can push out to our customers through this tool.
0: Oh wow. And, so um, is this an I expensive think that's tool? Exciting. <laughs> is it
1: expensive? It's not expensive. Um, I think it's somewhere around twelve hundred dollars a year.
0: Oh my that's, for the tool. that's very low. It, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it has a free trial. So if you want to, you know, try it out, you absolutely can. And it just pushes content in in a web format so customers can view it through a web browser or your employees can view it through any web browser. All right, great. I highly recommend, you know, checking out that tool.
0: Great training tool. All right. Um, Number three.
1: Yes. So another tool we use in-house is Slack. Ah, I feel yeah. like everybody in the world has heard of Slack. <laughs> they may not have considered it for a customer service department or a call sensor. Um, but we rolled it out last year to our call center and love the way it gives our agents and our supervisors immediate impact and the ability to communicate with each other and almost kind of group collaborate on questions and answers. So um, we also are able to see trends that are happening much faster than even some of our alerting systems are able to highlight for us just based on the anecdotal feedback we get from that Slack system. Um, and I, I just recommend that for any organization, but specific specifically ones who have a call center, I do think that the benefits of that instant communication channel um, are phenomenal for customer service agents.
0: All right, so Slack, it's very popular today and very, very reasonable on top of it.
1: It is, absolutely, and it's super easy to implement. We rolled it out in a day, it was just done, and everybody adopted to it.
0: In a day.
1: (laughs) All right, yeah, (laughs) it was fast.
0: Wow.
1: Um, Our fourth tool is called Trello. Are you familiar with that? I am
0: familiar with Trello.
1: Okay. So they're at its simplest, a a project management tool. Um, And it allows team members to organize and prioritize their projects in like this kind of easy and visual format, um, which keeps everyone happy, right? The team members and the managers, because we get instant insight into what's happening on a particular project. But surprisingly, um, the customer support team here has adopted Trello and They love it. The managers love it because with all their supervisors, they're actually able to monitor everything at a high level. And so anytime we have, let's say we have a project, like we're going to update our uh, email responses. You know, if your organization has some email response templates that the agents use and you want to update them because they're starting to get old, you can create a Trello board in a matter of minutes, um, map out the workflow steps, so every email, you might want to have it written by the content team, designed by a graphic designer, approved by the director, and then implemented into the system, right? You can add those email templates in there, work them through that workflow, and it makes it more efficient and then more visible to everyone in the organization. And it ends up getting things done in a much faster way, so your customers are going to benefit from that in the end.
0: Right, so that's, that's group love. collaboration. And I want to emphasize that these tools are tools that are, are beyond just customer support, customer service center type tools like uh, Trello and Slack, Articulate 360. Uh, I can see um, really amazing application at many different levels of an organization. This is really helpful. Let's take a quick break, then we'll come back. We'll talk about some more of these tools. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio. We're talking with Jackie Gonzalez, who's the Vice President of Operations for Pat Live. Don't go away, we're coming right back in just a moment. Want to amaze your customers, impress the people you work with, and outshine your competition? Going from average to amazing isn't an out of reach goal. In fact, amazement is a habit that anyone can master. In my latest book, Be Amazing or Go Home, I share the secrets behind my mantra, which is to always be amazing. Drawing on the routines of incredible people, I share simple practices that can elevate your game. Once you master those habits, you'll be able to create trust, build stronger relationships, make sales, advance your career, and much more. Now is the time to step out of ordinary and step into being amazing. Be Amazing or Go Home is now available on Amazon.com and ebook and hardcover. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Jackie Gonzalez. Jackie, you are giving us a list of these great tools that – we can use to, not, and I, I just want to emphasize, not just for great customer service, but really they're great productivity tools for any company. You've got a training tool out there that's relatively inexpensive. You've got Slack. You've got Trello uh, to, to manage projects. And of course, Knowledge Owl, which I want to learn more about, uh, which is the only one I haven't heard about, but I think that sounds like a fascinating tool as well. And you have several others you want to share with us.
1: Yes, I do. Um... So the next one is probably one you've heard of. It's more um, you know, something you naturally think of for customer service, but it's, it's Live Chat Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a live chat software tool. You drop a widget on your website, and it allows you to chat with your customers. Um, surprisingly, we use Live Chat um, in our organization. It sets up in just a few minutes. What's surprising about it is that we actually have a very large-scale ACB system, which is um, tools that call sensors use to route calls in a sophisticated manner when they've got hundreds if not thousands of agents mm-hmm. right and our acd software system comes with a chat tool but um, going back to my earlier point we didn't think that the chat tool that came with our software conveyed the right message it just wasn't as clean and simple to use for our employees and for our customers as we wanted so we went ahead and stepped out of that and purchased live chat inc Um, instead, and we use it as an alternative. That's how much we value this software. Um, It's an extremely easy chat tool, but on the back end, it lets us get a lot of analytical data. It allows us to survey our customers. Uh, We use Net Promoter Score surveys, which LiveChat adopts. And then if Issues need to be escalated. It has a really simple um, escalation process within the tool, and so we were really happy with that and picked that over the over the one we already had included in our ACD software. Believe it or not.
0: Wow. So uh, I, I don't. Um, know, are we going to get into chat bots at all in your tools?
1: Um, I'm not. Okay. And, and I. You no, no. That, like, that, that's fine.
0: <laughs> I just want to know what your thought um, is between live chat and chat bot. Uh, because a might answer some basic questions before it flips you over to a live chat seamlessly. Um, live chat, can, if, if your agents are busy, can give you instant, a- or I'm sorry, chat bots, if your agents are busy, can give you instant access, uh, or at least the customers, instant access to feel like they're being taken care of, and hopefully the chat bot can actually take care of it. I just wonder what your thought is before we jump into number six.
1: Yeah, so um, we've been looking at chatbots, and I would say that for um, certain organizations, they're a really great move to implement on your customer service team. The reason we haven't implemented it, Shep, um, is because basically what we sell is live answering services, right? We're selling um, our agents and their ability to handle calls better than some other answering service would, or even an in-house receptionist, if that's your option. And so we've kind of made a strategic decision that it's really important that the first touch they have with us is with a real person um, so that we can make sure that our branding and our messaging is aligned with the product that we're selling. And I think because we do sell such a unique kind of niche, it's not a, it's not a tangible product, I mean, it makes it a little bit more challenging to anticipate um, the kinds of questions that customers will have and provide a good experience for them through that chatbot. All right. I'm Perfect. not saying we yeah, won't no. go there in the future. We're just right. kind of still monitoring that, you know?
0: Right, and I think you've made a conscious choice. This is how we're going to do business, and and that's just perfectly fine. Yep. It, it aligns perfectly with everything uh, about your brand and what you're about. Um, and by the way, yep. uh, Pat Live, the word live does not mean um, – uh, artificial intelligence, it means a live human being. So it's congruent with what with what, and who you are. All right, so your number six tool.
1: Um, so this is a tool called Formstack. And I feel like Formstack makes me a developer, which is funny. Um, Formstack allows any person to go in and create a an online web form that you can collect information and, if necessary, convert it into workflows. Um, behind the scenes to say step A, step B, step C, and check off that something's been done. Mm -hmm. We use this internally a lot. Behind the scenes, you have a lot of customer service processes that may need to happen that you don't want your customers to know about, um, such as onboarding a customer, for example. When you onboard them, they might go through several steps in a workflow. Um, But we also have used it externally as well. when we needed to get some information from our customers and our web team was several weeks behind getting a, a release pushed out, we were able to create a form that collects information from our customers and submits it right to us. They can do it at their own time and their own pace, or if they prefer to use an agent, they can call in and an agent was able to submit it on their behalf over the telephone. Just
0: kind of walk it. Makes it makes
1: really right? pretty, yeah, really easy to use um, form collection tool. And it drops into your website if you want to use it that way as well. I highly recommend checking that tool out. Great. Um, The next tool is called Sprout Social. Yep. I don't know if you've heard of this. one. Okay. So it's a social media management tool, and it allows my marketing team to um, schedule their social media posts in advance across all different kinds of platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and so on. Um, But more important is it creates a unified inbox for us of our social media communication. So if people are messaging us or commenting on our posts, it comes into this unified inbox, which a team uh, oversees, so that we can make sure that we're responding to the customers via whatever channel they prefer, whether it's chat, whether it's Facebook, whether it's the phone, whether it's email. Um, And I'm sure, as you know and your listeners know, more and more customers are moving towards social media um, and chat tools over time. Mm-hmm. And, and this tool just—it's a really clean way to keep engaged with customers. Right.
0: Sprout Social, great tool, great reputation in the marketplace. And uh, the first thought I had is, well, why not something like Hootsuite or one of those? But what the difference is—is is that uh, scheduling content to go out, and you mentioned this is more for marketing, is is one thing. But being able to track what's coming in, what people are saying about you, and have a tool. To bring that into you, that's another. That's the difference between something like a Hootsuite and a Sprout Social. So, and your final tool you mm-hmm. want to share with us?
1: Yep. So the final tool is um, your phone system. So a lot of features available on phone systems in the past used to only be available to large call centers who had like a sophisticated ACD platform. And what I mean is like features like um, the ability to create an IVR or an auto attendant um and and dynamically change that on your own and not have to call up a company to reconfigure your services and the ability to record phone calls which i think recording phone calls is just crucial to being able to evaluate how your employees are performing across the board Mm -hmm. um and so there's a multitude of tools out there um that provide this type of service some as low as 15 dollars a month um this one that I'm going to recommend, I actually do have an affiliation with. It's a sister company of ours. It's called Tresta, um, and they're new to the market within the last two years or so. Um, but there are others out there that do a similar functionality as well.
0: Spell it for us. T Is it T-R-E-S-T-A?
1: It, yep, Tresta.
0: Wow. I, I feel like I just won yep. the spelling bee. <laughs> So so and what are some of I don't know the,
1: you know your thoughts on, on call recording but to me right that's I just important think if you have a customer service team yeah it's just it's just crucial and so many organizations especially smaller businesses don't have that functionality and they don't realize that they can get that functionality for very low prices in today's world
0: wow so record your calls for the purpose of quality assurance and training purposes and that training purposes to me is almost well if you won't have quality assurance problems if you train properly. So uh, I don't know which comes first, the chicken or the egg there. So we're just about <laughs> out of time, and you've given us great information, lots of different tools to choose from. I'll make sure that we include a list of all of these in our show notes. And the final question I always ask is the one thing question. What's the one thing? I know you said you're going to reference uh, back to uh, forms and, uh, and and or support tickets. What's the Tickets. one thing yeah. you want to share with us before we we jump off today uh, that that you feel right? It's, it's
1: actually like... a little uh, a rhyming sentence here. Okay. And it is real simple. All right. Never let the tool <laughs> rule.
0: Never let the tool rule. That's right. Okay.
1: And what I mean by that is at the end of the day I am still a person and my customer is still a person and I am still trying to engage that person on an, on a personal and an emotional level. Mm-hmm. And you don't want the tool to get in the way of that. The tools should really just be in the background to help support it. And so to your earlier point, um, people get frustrated when you defer them to a tool as their sole source of resolving an issue, right?
0: Right. Like I said you a want to introduce
1: ticket. a ticketing system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to introduce a ticketing system in your organization because it makes things more efficient, I fully support that. But I get frustrated by organizations that say, well, now we have this ticketing system, and therefore you must use it yourself and only yourself, and I'm not going to still be that personal contact to walk you through this process. Um, some people may be very comfortable with a ticketing system. Some people love it. You know, Those people don't like talking, love it. But if a customer calls me, and says so they have an issue to report or something. The last thing I want an agent to do is say, "Okay, go to my website and submit a ticket." Right. That would be Deflect.
0: letting the tool
1: rule <laughs> instead of your customer service principles
0: ruling. Awesome. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for sharing great information. This is uh, this is really a lot of practical information. Uh, we need to take a look at these different tools that you're using and see how can they fit for us. And let me emphasize. Whether you're a small company, a big company, whether you're using, uh, we have agents sitting in a support center in house, or even uh, you're you're using independent third party support centers, or you're just looking for tools to be more productive and efficient, not just for your customers, for your employees. Jackie, you've given us a wealth of information. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you Shep, for having me on today. It's really been very exciting, and I was I was really genuinely interested in in talking about this topic
0: today well thanks so glad you did so glad you shared it with all of our listeners and that's another episode of amazing business radio we'll have another one next week where you'll learn something either from a an author uh, an expert a person in the trenches an executive at a company everything that has to do with making your business and your customer service and experience even more amazing than it is today this is chef hyken reminding you to always be amazing